we'll ask that you turn to Proverbs chapter 11, and we're going to look at two short verses. And if you'll tolerate what I'm going to do today, I'm going to be kind of meditating out loud today, if I could. And I'm going to encourage you in these two verses, if the Lord identifies something in these verses that you would be prompted to pray regarding, we'll just kind of meditate through our praying today also. We're just going to little kind of unpack a couple of verses. I don't have like poetry or main points or I just has been, I've been mulling over these two verses and I think you'll understand why the connection here. And I'm going to try to not, this is going to sound odd. I'm going to try to not sound like I've arrived or, or arrogant or judgmental. Um, But uh, here's the, here's the background. And this is why this is of kind of compelling to me. So over the last uh, few days since Monday night, um, Stephen Lee and I have been at a, and Justin uh, Calvin, his son, um, have been at a conference of pastors, well, pastors and Christian workers in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's the, um, I'm not going to tell you actually, and and it's not a secret, um, but it's, I'm not going to necessarily say who it is, but it's a, it's a gathering of um, call it Bible churches, independent Bible churches, and um, um, wonderful men. I'm a member of the organization. Um, these are, there's a rich history of the organization. There's probably about 800 to 1,000 people gathered in a conference area, conference room, and so I'm here representing Acorn Global Advance. Stephen is here, was here, uh, representing Sermon Audio, and and uh, he he publicly was given five minutes of uh, time, which is an, actually an astounding thing, uh, Tuesday night to describe the vault and um, ask for um, help and. Um, and even give a special offer to these folks and joining up with Sermon Audio. And so uh, so with that, we've been sharing a booth, um, a table. And uh, so he's been on one end of the table uh, talking about the vault and sending, send, uh, signing people up for Sermon Audio. And I've been on the other side talking about missions and um, innovation and networking and and. Um, but that's because of the common interest of corporate prayer. We have both been in multiple conversations with pastors and Christian workers, missionaries about the matter of corporate prayer. And um, it's just very, very interesting. You can, you know, it's one thing about, about being in a church, maybe, as I often am, and being in a church and presenting missions and then talking to church people that, um, Maybe corporate prayer is somewhat new to them. Shouldn't be, but maybe it's somewhat new to them. But then being in an environment such as this, where there's um, many, many ministry-educated, ministry-experienced um, pastors, retired pastors, new church planters, and uh, to hear of their some of their inexperience in united prayer is very interesting. Um, the, um, the other interesting component is when there are folks who are acquainted with corporate prayer, there seems to be a, a, an instant affinity. There's an instant connection. 
um, I would say even a Holy Spirit bond that uh, forms in the conversation. And it almost, it's almost a richness. It's almost uh, one of those things where you're talking the same language and it's like you've known each other forever and you've been going down the same road together, but now you look and you, and you, and you know these people. So um, I've, I've just over the last few days just been trying to analyze that and trying to, trying to get my arms around what's happening in an environment such as this, where there's folks who are becoming familiar with United Prayer and seeing their eyes open, seeing their hearts open. It's almost like the light bulb is coming on. And, um, and then others who have been doing it for a long time, and uh, there's just an instant camaraderie. So um, I'd like to read two verses. And then I think you'll I think you'll see, and I trust that you'll see why I'm not necessarily trying to be judgmental, but it, I'm rejoicing. I'm rejoicing with those who get what we're talking about on this call. Okay, it's a it's a common bond, and I wanted to propel us forward. I want us to say, okay, what? And I often, I mean, on my on my monitor on our display on my computer monitor. Um, I have a picture of us praying, our Zoom screen, and the fact that we've been praying for over 500 days together, and I invite them to come join us, join us and see the richness of what we've enjoyed. So um, so these, these two verses from Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 24 and 25, there is the, and this is, I'm, I'm going to say that the primary application of this is obviously not corporate prayer, okay, but um, the primary application of this is generosity and even taking food that you would have and giving it to others type thing. But there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. Hmm. The liberal soul shall be made fat and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. So um, I'm going to read that again. And then um, I'm just going to make very few comments. But then I'm going to encourage us to pray this text back to the Lord. And if the Lord kind of hooks your heart on a phrase, or if you if, if the Lord um, gives a, a Holy Spirit um, challenge to your heart, then let's pray this to the Lord. I'm, I'm talking about, and I've tried to, <laughs> I'm not a big one for titles on sermons, and that's just never been, but I've, I'm entitling this Generous Praying, Generous Praying. Um, so think with me about Generous Praying, or we even, even call Liberal Praying, as we, as we read this text again, specifically applying it to prayer and revival and gospel advance, and really the largeness of soul that comes from what we're experiencing and what we're doing. Um, if you've been any time over the last 500 plus days of praying, maybe you would say with me, we have grown. You know, we've our souls have grown. Our scope has grown. Our depth. Um, I, I often think when I stand in public to pray, I pray differently in public now than I ever have before because of your influence on me. So, um, and the scripture. So let's read this again. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there is that with 
withholdeth more than is meet, but is but it tendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. So I guess some of the striking um, things over the last few days that I've observed are is those that that instead of focusing on Holy Spirit work through prayer, many, many tend to focus, and this is horrible. I know this sounds horrible. There's many that, and I'm guilty of this, many that focus on human effort. Let's just work harder. Let's read more. Let's, let's study more rather than praying more, rather than depending more, rather than being desperate more. Um, letting the Lord work through us instead of working harder, if you will, for for God. And I don't want to I don't want to downplay hard work. But um, as I read this text, and I would, I was just mindful of that Luke eleven passage where the you know the person is knocking at the door and I have a need and and um, there's the the almost the the lack of attention to the door knock, if you will, until the persistence and the persistence kind of wins the day. But um, there's, there is something about persistence and we would say even persistence in prayer, dependence on the Holy spirit, knowing that we don't have anywhere else to go. And that is to the Lord. So let's read this again and I'll make one more application and we'll pray. Um, there is that scattereth, and that's a generous person taking taking seed, if you will, out of the bag on their hip as they're scattering seed, and they're scattering generously. They're not scattering just little by little. They're scattering. Here's the, he that, that scattereth and yet increaseth. So his world keeps getting larger and larger the more he scatters. So there's a there's a generousness of the Lord, and there is that withholdeth. More than his meat, so he's stingy. He's stingy with his with his his scattering. Um, I would even come back to that text in Revelation. What is it? Revelation four or five, where we're saying, "Worthy is the Lamb that was slain." I mean, um, worthy is the scattering. This our Lord is worthy of generous praying. Um, but it tendeth to poverty. If they're stingy, they're going to be. They're going to be starved souls. And really, if the world is getting larger and larger at the beginning of this verse with the increasing, the world is getting smaller and smaller at the end of the verse because of stinginess in our praying, if you will. I I, I long, I mean, I'm standing and talking to people about united prayer, and I'm, I'm longing for their soul to be enlarged with the beauty of dependence on the Lord in praying. And yet I know that if the devil is successful in robbing them of that liberal soul in prayer, that their world, their world is going to get smaller and smaller and um, they're just going to be dependent on the flesh. So, and I know, I know this sounds arrogant and I, and I'll, but anyway, uh, verse 25, the liberal, the generous soul, this is one who lives to bless others. We're not praying here today, really, out of anything we're going to get out of this. 
we're praying for the benefit of others. We want others to know the gospel. We want others to know the joy of the Lord. The liberal, the generous soul, one who lives to bless others, shall be made fat. Okay, um, I want to be fat. (laughs) Shall be made fat, so abundantly blessed. And he that watereth. Now, here's a a word. um, Here's a word picture. And I know this is a little kid's thing, but isn't there a little kid's? Maybe this is an American thing. I don't know. But uh, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my, and it's about a spout. So um, um, I just picture a watering can being tipped over and then the water pouring out into the lives of others. So um, abundantly, and he that watereth, he pours out his, his life into others, which is what we do on this call. We're pouring out our life into others shall be watered also himself. And uh, so in a real sense, the challenge is to generous praying that allows others to know the largeness of soul in walking with the Lord. Revival will bring largeness of soul. Revival awakening will bring the zeal of the Lord to others. And it's worth the plowing and it's worth the planting and it's worth the sowing and the spreading. It's worth being generous in our praying. It's worth day after day sowing. And um, I'll end by this, and maybe this could be a challenge to you. Um, many times in this call, I'm watching my time here. Many times in this call, we've referred to Acts chapter 2, and um, we referred to even um, uh, the Apostles' Doctrine um, fellowship, breaking of bread, and the prayers. And that end of the of chapter 2 and verse 42 is corporate praying, because specifically there's an article before the word prayers there, so it's the prayers. But right after that, the Bible says, and fear came upon every soul. Some versions will say awe comes upon every soul. And um, I want to encourage, I don't know if I've ever challenged you on this, uh, challenged us on this before. So one of the things that I encourage when I'm in churches is to at 2.43 every day, whether it's a.m. or p.m., because of Acts chapter 2 and verse 43. So at 2 p.m. or 2 a.m., 2.43, I encourage folks to pray for awe, pray for gospel advance. And maybe we could be praying that that the Holy Spirit would work in hearts every day. I have a, on my phone, I have an alarm that goes off every day at 2.43 and we have people now all over the world, some at 2.43 a.m., some at 2.43 p.m. We stop and we pray for the advance of the gospel. We're praying for awe. So uh, I look at this text and I'm thinking, may we have generous, liberal praying. And may the Lord bring awe as we talk about and pray for the advance of the kingdom of heaven.